Hello, everyone, and welcome to another special game episode of Between the Lines. It's our tradition here on Fifth Wednesdays to play a game. And it's also tradition for me to not tell these ladies what that game's going to be. And so, seriously, who else is nervous? Like, this makes me it really, really nervous. It is also a tradition that we enter these episodes terrified. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of trust you put in me is a little terrifying. Yeah. Um, we also like to ask if anyone has book news, because it's kind of fun to be able to share. But I think I'm actually the only one who does. So I'm going to share. I have a release in just under a week. It's the final installment in my Dread Penny Society series, The Queen and the Knave, comes out, which I'm really excited about. And there is a, a collector's edition of all the penny dreadful stories from that whole series all together in one really gorgeous collection so i have a double release next week ladies yeah i'm so fancy <laughs> you are fancy yes, and speaking of fancy we're going to play a game that involves me pulling slips of paper from a cowboy hat <laughs> <laughs> those are pulling things from inside of something it was like some great game night that i had agreed to that had like soccer balls with things around the edges of it i yeah <laughs> I may have PTSD off of this, Sarah. I don't know if I can, <laughs> I can handle this. <laughs> it's fun and you know it. Okay, All right. We're going to be playing a Between the Lines version of Never Have I Ever. I don't know if you guys have played that game. Um, when you usually play it in a group, someone will get up and say, Never Have I Ever, and they list something they have never done. Um, and then everyone there has to say, they like raise their hand if they have done it that makes sense we're trying to figure out who has like the most unique experiences so i put together a whole bunch of slips of paper of things that authors can experience and we're going to see which of us have experienced <laughs> those things i'm hoping for some juicy stories i'm hoping for some deep emotional confessions no i'm just kidding <laughs> way more shallow resurfaced. <laughs> exactly i'd like to give you all something to talk about in therapy so here we go <laughs> all right so i'm gonna draw one and you guys raise your hand if you've done this and i'll say who's raising their hand for those of us who are listening in podcast land okay raise your hand if you have ever Hugged a copy of a book you wrote. Okay, we have all done that, right? It's one of those things, whenever I do it, like my non-writing family looks at me like, that seems a little weird. So I wondered if anyone else has done it. Please tell me this is normal. It's um, I've like it... spun and twirled and thrown it in the air and done all kinds of things. Like, Esther's like hugging is where it starts. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And there's an out of context lights right in kissing scenes. So you know. <laughs> Maybe the slip of paper should have said, Have you ever kissed a book you wrote? Mm -hmm. I was like, who has men on their cover besides me? Like a big man face. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> That's another I'm just, this just exactly this great for the con out of context quotes. Okay, here's our next one. Have you ever ugly cried while reading your own writing? Um, I have cried. I don't know how ugly. Well, ugly is my way of excusing myself. I don't cute cry. Yeah, okay. well, in my I case, cry. Yes. Yeah. I only I cute cry, so I wasn't going to raise my hand. Oh, you were like, <laughs> when I cry, so, you know. 
my gosh. So the question is, did you cry because it was so good or cry because it was so awful? <laughs> I cried because my characters were going through a hard time. Yes. Yes. You felt so empathetic. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Okay, it may have just happened yesterday, just saying. But anyway. <laughs> I, I guess the, ugliest, the ugliest crying is for me like after I finish a book and then I curl up in a ball and cry for a while. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like wow reading it's like right. it's I exactly it's both yeah. relief and exhaustion yeah. and yeah. yes like an emotional release of some sort yes. okay here's one it's juicy ladies have you ever written an experience from your own life into one of your books yes. <gasps> tracy are you even allowed to talk about it tracy um well some of it wasn't Specifically, me, it was what was happening to my sister because I had a whole oh. book off of that. So, you've used other people's life experiences. What about, okay, Sean. Uh, a lot of mine are experiences that are to do with locations. So, you know, I take my characters to places that I've gone that a lot of people haven't. And so, I relive that experience. And um, I've written a couple of books that um, one was You Came For Me and the other one was The Gem Thief, that the trips that my family made. And actually, when I was writing You Came For Me, my daughter would come home from school and it, it was set in London and I was taking the characters to places that we went as a family. And so she would read over my shoulder to kind of relive that experience. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Eat, and that's where we went. And so that was fun. That's fabulous. I'll tell you, I included this one because I was hoping Esther would say, because I think Esther's very good at putting her characters into hilarious situations. <laughs> and so I had really hoped she'd be like, yes, the following things actually happened yeah. to me. <laughs> I'm sitting here going like, I know I've actually done, I know it, but I literally cannot think of an example of yeah. something from my real When you're life. on the spot. But, yeah. Yeah. My Later. most famous one. On our first trip to Ireland, we got our car stuck in a field. Uh -huh. So I wrote a version where someone gets their cart stuck in a field. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. It was research. Okay, let's see. Next one. Have you ever fangirled embarrassingly over another author? <laughs> okay, I'm Esther and I win really? that one. Yeah. <laughs> is it something I, you can share, Esther, or is it still no, too I, tender? I yeah, no, I feel like for me, um, the most probably embarrassing times were right as my book was accepted and I was learning about the whole author community that you could like be more involved in it than I was. And I went to a couple of signings like before my book came out even. And it was like like panicky feelings knowing like I'm going to enter this world. And so I it like added a whole nother dimension of like fangirl awkwardness. <laughs> Of like, do I say that I'm writing books? Do I not say? And yeah, so, and Sarah was definitely one of them um, <laughs> that that happened with. <laughs> and uh, then I'm trying to think of who, oh, and then I've also had um, Nancy Calvin Allen come to my book club. And like, that was like a weird moment because I felt like cool because I knew her well enough to invite her to my book club. But I also felt like, Oh, look, I've read an author to my book club. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh I, I do that still, probably, honestly. A couple of years ago, Tracy posted that she was going to like an author get together somewhere back east. I don't remember where. Virginia. And so I'm looking at the list of authors and see Tony Shiloh on the list. 
and like legit had a mental breakdown. <laughs> I was fangirling vicariously because I adore Tony Shiloh's books. I've never met her in real life. So like Tracy suddenly became really cool to me. So <laughs> that's what it took. But yeah. the funny thing is on the other side of it. So we're, I'm t- telling Tony that, hey, Sarah Eden said to say, she's like, oh my gosh, Sarah Eden. And she, she did the same thing. So they were both fangirling over oh each other, gosh. which was darling. Wow. All right. Have you ever written a book or a story based on a dream you had? We all know the famous, you know, Stephanie Myers, uh, Twilight came from a dream. Have any of you had a dream that you wrote a book from? I'm not seeing any My dreams are so disjointed. It would be a horrible, <laughs> horrible book. All right. No <laughs> hands went up and I'm so relieved. <laughs> if I wrote yeah, a book based on my me. dreams, people would think I was on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. That makes me feel better about my life. Okay. Let's see. Have you ever had a signing that legitimately no one came to? for those of you I, in podcast land you should be feeling very sorry for me right now <laughs> i feel like you can say six or under and then i probably oh yeah raise my I like, yeah like can if you say anyone but family then i you know, like no one <laughs> yeah. but family came to i would raise my hand for that one, one. okay my family's never come to mine the only person who came into the store the whole time was someone who was trying to sell the cashier window cleaner. <laughs> that was the only person. So, yeah, I had one literally no one came to. Oh, oh my gosh. And yet we keep doing this, ladies. I know. Crazy. Okay. I know the answer to this for a few of you. Have you ever signed a book you didn't actually write? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we have um, an episode coming up in a few weeks where this story actually gets told. So you'll have to tune in and get some background on that. Although a story that wasn't part of that episode, I had someone come to one of my signings who legitimately thought I was Julianne Donaldson. Um, and <laughs> she deeply insulted my books, not realizing that I was actually Sarah Eden. Oh. And then asked if I would sign Julianne's books because they were so much better. (laughs) I couldn't tell her who I really was without making it doubly awkward. So I just forged Julianne's name. (laughs) But you did tell her. I did tell Julianne I did it. Yes. My gosh. Okay. Have you ever had an argument with one of your characters? All the time. Okay. Um... So Tracy and I raised our hands. And I'm talking like legitimately. Like maybe even out loud i don't think i've done that i've been frustrated with them but i haven't actually argued with them (laughs) all right so tracy and i are the weirdos on this question i mean you guys i write the same squad that says it's like they are they enjoy arguing with you is what the problem it's always at four in the morning (laughs) but yes i've argued have any of you either changed the name of a character partway through a book oh yeah Okay, that's all of us. Yay! I think I've heard Tracy doesn't even name hers. Okay, I don't know that there's a book that I haven't had to do that with. Because I'm like, wait, I think I've already used that name twice in this book, much less recently. So yeah, I have I have a character that is named after an early reader of mine because I had one person notice I had 
double use the name, the same name. These are both, this is a side character. So they're like, oh, you already have a Mary or a William or whatever it was. It was a last name actually. And, and so I was like, oh, I am so glad you caught that. Changed the last name. And then my next reader said, you have a character with that name. So I had changed the name <laughs> to a different name that it already used <laughs> already for another <laughs> small side character. That's me. And so I just yeah. turned to that reader. I mean, it was online, so I didn't actually turn, but I said, do you care if I use your last name in my book? <laughs> she said no. So that is how sure. that character got named. Cause I was like, I'm pretty sure if I use your last name, it won't be coming from a nugget there in my go. brain of this book that, cause I think that's right. what it is. They're last names that are fresh in my name, my yeah. mind. Cause I used them like four chapters <laughs> right. ago. Your brain so. pulls it out and you think that's genius. That's a good name. <laughs> well, and then when you write yeah. historical, they don't have as many names. Yeah. So you have a much smaller pool of names to choose from. And yeah. so I mean, you exactly. do have to recycle. Yeah. And in fairness, they recycled. You know, I was going to say, in reality, they would know. The yeah, yeah. Six exactly. Marys, you know, but yeah. we can't do yeah. it in our book. Anyone with British Isles ancestry who attempts to piece together a family tree and you realize everyone in the whole village is named William Smith. And you're like, yeah. well. Mary Jones. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. All right. I think we got time for one more. Have you ever written a book, not necessarily published it, but written a book outside of the genre or genres you are already known for? It sounds like there isn't a genre I'm not known for. I've written in so many that I guess. in everything. Sean's well, like, I'm known for everything, so no. <laughs> no. I haven't written science fiction, and I probably never will. And I actually haven't written fantasy, but I have written pretty much every other era. And I've written different age groups. I've done picture books, middle, middle grade. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay, so now I am very curious, Esther and Tracy, what genres are these mystery books written in? My first ever book was a fantasy so and it is written it's not edited i mean at all edited like it's a mess and then i am currently working on a contemporary so it's been fun so yeah fabulous tracy so mine one of my first i, I would call it a practice novel was actually ya so not too far oh. and no it was not historical <laughs> so if anyone was thinking maybe i'd written a historical beyond 1956 then no that's what i was hoping for i'm now so disappointed i know i can see it in your face gosh i have a contemporary romance that will never and should never see the light of day i have a ya fantasy that also should never and will never see the light of day and i have um a historical women's fiction based on yeah. actual historical events that I hope will someday see the light of day. So yeah, yeah. yeah I feel them. like we're going to get an awful lot of comments wanting these books published <laughs> and looking for them. Yes. And don't you just want to say, I promise some of these you don't want to see. <laughs> There's a reason they're not out. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not being selfish. I'm actually saving you from pain and suffering. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right, well, that was fun. See, when you trust me, great things happen, ladies. We've learned so hey, much more about each other. wasn't yeah. as scary as some of the others. Yes. Oh my gosh. All right. So I'm going to draw one more. And those of you playing along in the comments, see if you can guess who would um, answer yes to this. So we don't raise our hand. Right. Okay. So the question I have is, who amongst the four of us do you think has at some point 
misspelled their own name when signing a book. So <laughs> the ladies should know the answer. I don't know what everyone's answer is. Put your guesses in the comments, um, uh, either on this video or on our various social media channels. Um, and uh, we'll see who guesses it correctly. If you're following us on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we will see you next time on Between the Lines.